All the lighters, light them up. This is for a very good reason. I want to see everybody do it. If you got a lighter, light it up. Let's see it. Okay. The- everybody, I don't even know what I put in the CD player to start up joke work off shop. It was like, first there's like a robot reading erotic poetry, and then there's like something else completely. Uh, hey, welcome to the joke workshop. It's six o'clock. It's Monday. It's dark out. It's weird. Uh, but we're down here at Mutiny Radio. Is it music yet? There, there's some music. I was like, it said jazz on the CD, and then. <laughs> Hey, everybody, welcome. Uh, The way the joke workshop works is we do four-minute sets, and then at three minutes, you'll hear the horn. You have a minute left, and then we'll do four minutes of comments for the first eight comics, and then it's just an open mic. Cool. And um, we have people here. I saw you all. Let me... I'm I'm woefully unprepared. I should be prepared. Like, I was here and stuff, but I was just... uh, not being a good radio host. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. You're listening to mutinyradio.fm and .sf. We're going to have a crazy open mic. Uh, hey, clap so I know that you're out there. Yay. There they are. There they are. All right. Uh, so I'll set up the little timer. Oh, when you give people comments, remember, just be nice. I mean... Be constructive, but be specific, and uh, we'll all have a good time. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for your first comedian of the night. It's Dash Renault. Yay! He's not here. Quirk's not here. Dan Lewis isn't here. No, so the first three they didn't make. Nick's here. I thought I heard his voice. Ray Khan, not here. A J. Oh, you're there. Okay. Someone named Jace. And then Derek. Oh, okay, cool. So it's so it's funny that people down the list um, showed up before the people that are supposed to be on the... Oh, I mean, supposedly there's like traffic on the bridge or whatever happens. Yeah, the... I, I mean, hey, it's like, well, what else? There's only a couple of us. What else do we have to do? Um, I will... You know, go out there and uh, try to entertain you while we wait for these these guys. Okay, so clap for me. This one works. All right, cool. Oh, there they are, the first people on the list. I was going to have to entertain these other guys here, but now I don't have to. No, no, that's fine. It was so crazy this morning. I was, oh, I was sweating so much. Um, I've been reading a lot of I've been reading a lot of Shakespeare, and I didn't know he was such a feminist. Uh, uh, but the that opening scene from Macbeth, double, double, toil and trouble, cauldron burn and cauldron bubble. I had no idea Shakespeare knew about menopause. Like, <laughs> damn, you guys. <laughs> I can put an egg <laughs> in my crotch pot, <laughs> and in the morning it is soft-boiled, and if I save it in until lunch, I can make deviled eggs. 
I just need a little mayonnaise. Okay, uh, I'm gonna, so we'll start this up. I'll run around and I, it, the feedback, I'll make the feedback go away. It's just I can't be in two places at once. Okay, yay! Okay, I can figure out which microphone it is now that we'll, we'll figure out this on the fly. So Matthew Quirk, you're here. Do you want comments or you just signed up first because you want to be first? Okay, all right, so everybody like, um, Take notes. I take notes, and you should take notes too, if you want, or whatever. But uh, be cool, everybody. Clap it up right now for Matthew Quirk. Yay! For, first, a little feedback for Pam. In Shakespeare's day, the men played women's roles, so they were probably more aware of women's issues back then than all our woke people today. There you go. Uh, hey, what's up, snowflakes? Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I sure am uh, upset about the uh, Kyle Rittenhouse verdict. I already wrote this whole bit about K -K Kyle rot in the big house, and now I have to throw all that good comedy out, guys. This is a tragedy for me, this verdict. It's a fucking tragedy. Uh, anyway, I don't know what about you guys, what you guys know about me, but I'm an Eagle Scout, and... Uh, I don't know. I, you have to get a first aid merit badge to be an Eagle Scout. And every good scout knows that the central piece of every first aid kit is a rifle. It's very important. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> I grew up in the 70s. You did too, right? Anybody else? Uh, I don't know about you guys, uh, but uh, do you guys know what safety meant in the 70s? You guys with all your crumple zones and everything. You know what safety meant in the 70s? Not much, right? We didn't have helmets. We didn't have, not even for motorcycles. And uh, certainly no safety belts or nothing. But nobody was giving me a loaded fucking rifle and dropping me off at a fucking anything at night when I was 17. Shit, man. When I was 17, if you were out after the streetlights came on, you were grounded, right? I mean, what the fuck? If I was ever out after the streetlights were on, and I wasn't on my block, and two people died, I was, I was at least grounded, right? We were, we, were, we were getting grounded, at least, minimum. For God's sakes. Uh, anyway, uh, I forget what else I wanted to gripe about. Oh, yeah, so following this whole Rittenhouse uh, verdict, now there's a, uh, some guy rammed his car into a Christmas celebration and, like, ran some people over. Wait a minute. As I recall, according to the Republican Party, that's legal now, right? Ramming people in the streets with your car? Am I the only one who remembers those laws? Trying to be pushed forward. So I don't know. I don't know what everyone's complaining about. Yeah. But I was grounded a lot as a kid. I don't, know if, I don't know if you caught that from the earlier parts of my set. But never with a fucking assault rifle. Jesus. Christmas. Oh, thank God. Anyway, you guys know my whole chocolate cake bit, right? You get, it's all comic room, right? You guys know my chocolate cake bit. 
Anyway, uh, you know what? Never accidentally crosses state lines and kills two people at a march. Chocolate cake. Okay, there you go. All right, feedback, whatever. Anything. Clap your hands together for Matthew Quirk, everybody. Hooray. Yeah, I was going to say that all that stuff is perfect for your cake bits. I mean, it's nice. I was like, cake, so all that yeah. stuff was perfect for that. Um, was Kyle an Eagle Scout, too? No, but I wanted to show that I had some sort of... Oh, I see. ...connection was... to first aid. Oh, okay. I also forgot no, to call I... everyone losers and nerds, even though the Boy Scout is the loser. And nerd. I, I liked that whole thing with the rifle and stuff. I just thought, like, oh, Kyle, he must be an Eagle Scout. I didn't understand why you brought it up, but now I get it. He's but a... maybe you can also play on... Like, he didn't have to be an Eagle Scout. His name is Kyle. He has, like, the widest yeah. name. And then you kept talking about being grounded, which I enjoyed, and I was hoping you'd say something like, is Kyle going to at least get grounded? Like, is anything going to happen to Kyle? Like, his parents don't, like, he doesn't have to go to jail, and his parents aren't even going to ground him? I, like, I believe it's already clear that nothing has happened. Right. I mean, his mom dropped him off there. Right. The but, person who would ground him for being out past curfew. Right gave apparent consent to his presence anyway well i like all that stuff it's very topical and yeah. you'll have at least a couple weeks to work with it yeah i don't think you. kids get grounded anymore at all right anybody but your kid's like seven or something right like how do you ground a seven-year-old where are yeah. they gonna go anyway oh 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 I'm sorry. just a little reminder when we were kids adults could just hit you <laughs> Uh, okay. Comments from other people? Yeah, you can come back here, or there's a billion microphones up there. You can grab any microphone that's up there, and I can make it work it. Uh, so you had the... Is this on? Oh, there we go. Yeah, the two things going at the Wisconsin, you probably could, like, if you can... Certainly if you can find a third, it's like, are you trying to become Winter Florida? Is we going to have a contest now for just the most fucked up state in the union? So there, there might be more of a theme you can attach to it after yeah. the all that. <laughs> Uh, what was the example of the, the safety in the 70s again? Did you give an example? For that? Uh, we didn't have any. Right, and that was basically it. Yeah, but we didn't have any. We didn't, yeah, I don't think safety first was invented till the 80s, like the, even the phrase. Yeah. So there was no, there was not, we were just allowed to be hog wild out there, yeah. except when the streetlights came on, you know. Depending on what order you do it in, you could say something like, um, do the, the Kyle joke first. Our parents dropped us off somewhere. They didn't even leave us an AR-15. Yeah, that's actually, yeah. <laughs> they would confiscate the slingshots first. Any other? Oh, one more comment, and then we're going yeah, to... I, mean, I, I was just going to say, you can add like this part about like beating your kids in like the first part of the joke. Maybe like, I mean, back in the 70s, like some parents would like beat their children. Yeah. Like, not even going to get a slap on the wrist. Or, like, something oh, like that. yeah. And that's a good way, point. I can wait list you. Um, All right, thanks. Put your hands together, everybody, for Matthew Quirk. Yay. And that's the way the Joe Quirk shop works. All right. Uh, so do you, it's, it's either Dash or Dan. It's your choice. Who wants to go next, honestly? Okay, you're next comedian. Put your hands together, everybody, for Dash Renault. Yay. I'm not far too intimidated to follow Dan Lewis. All right, yeah, I'm mic'd. 
If looks could kill, I would avoid ugly people. <laughs> this is my impersonation of Javier Bardem leaving a one-night stand. Peace, woman, peace. Some people have seen Dune. I guess not. hasn't made its way around the room just yet. Has everyone seen uh, A Wheel of Time yet? Wheel of Time just dropped on Amazon. Highly recommend checking it out. Except I have one major complaint about The Wheel of Time that I'm going to let you all hear about right now. And the very first minute of the show tells you this, so I'm not going to be ruining anything for you. But the show opens on a tiny little medieval town with a bunch of people, and by a bunch I mean like 80 people tops that have British accents. And within this town you have at least five racial groups represented. You got East Asians, South Asians, North Africans, Sub-Saharan Africans, Europeans. There's even a ginger dude in this town. And it's like, I get that they were trying to go for a diversity thing. I didn't remember that from the book, so I immediately went and like looked this up. Like, what are they doing here? And I saw this article in Sci-Fi about how this is diversity done right. And the article of the author, the author of the article did not bother to try and back up that statement much other than to just celebrate that this is indeed diversity. I don't know exactly what she meant by done right, but if the producers here cared about math, think about all of the great grandparents of these different kids in this town of 80 people. Like how do you maintain five different racial groups that don't end up intermixing in a town of 80 people in medieval times? Do you know how much globalization you need in order to have that kind of like diverse representation? Not only that, but the idea that you have these different groups and they still are not intermixed means that there must be some serious racism going on, right? Like how do you have like six different ethnicities living together and not mixing at all and then just, oh yeah, we don't see race at all. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I feel the opening scene needs to have, you know, some birth where, like, an Indian woman and her Latino husband are giving birth to a black child. And then it's like, oh, okay, now I get it. There's just, there's no race in this magical world. Um, but, yeah, no, the diversity director of Wheel of Time evidently cares less about math than the singular they does. Um, that's a bad punchline. I tried to work that in there at the end. This is where I bring it to the joke workshop, folks, and unfortunately it gets left on the internet for posterity. Uh, speaking of which, I've actually contributed to this problem personally myself over at the company that I work at. I'm responsible for making some of the orientation materials. And of course, when you're sprucing these things up, you put together all these images together of employees working on stuff and everything. And based on this module I built, you would think that there is not a single white person working at Alphabet, like not one. It's like, oh, we got a group of people working in front of a whiteboard. It's like, okay, we got a Latina here. We got a black dude. We got an Indian guy. You know, it's like, okay, this is cool. On this next slide, we only have one person. It's like, okay. In that case, it's a black woman in a wheelchair and she's gay. You know, get, fit it all in there. Um, I was going to say something. I don't like racist jokes. I prefer the term multicultural jokes. Um, you know how any time you go anywhere, they call it buttfuck? Like in the middle of the wilderness, they just say, this is buttfuck Pennsylvania, this is buttfuck Nebraska, whatever. The thing I have against that is if you go to buttfuck anywhere, you will find it populated by people who are not into buttfuck at all. Like people that really hate buttfuck. And I don't get it. You think that like we would reclaim that. Like how could anywhere be buttfuck California if not San Francisco? You think that we'd 
want to be on top of that or on underneath it or something. I don't know. All right, you guys have been great. My name's Dash Renault. Give it up to your host, Sam Benjamin. Yay, Dash. Spoiler alert on the Wheel of Time stuff. No, I, I, I love those novels. I haven't seen it yet. I have to figure out where to find that. But it, that was a long, long way to go, but worth it. And um, except for that last punchline, I didn't really understand. But I think that where, where you really want to land is like, it's a fantasy novel. Like you finally get it. That's part of it. What makes it, because it literally is like fantasy, but then also, I don't know, but I, I enjoy that whole concept. And then how do you know the black lady in the wheelchair is gay? I just want to know why, why I think there's another punchline there of how you, and then you could be like, and I know she's gay because, and there's something there. I don't know what it is. Cause I'm not, I'm not that clever, but I don't even, I don't think that one's working. Use, use, I haven't figured it out. Use two. That one doesn't seem to be working either. No, all of them yeah. seem broken today. Be out anyway. there. I don't. I have to fix things today. I'm sorry. That was good, man. Yeah, good. Uh, I was gonna say. Use the one out there. There's all kinds of them out there. I like the buttfuck one just to, to tighten that one up. You could just. Uh, seems like just uh, only the least gay and most gay places could be called buttfuck. Uh, you'd be like, uh, it's either it's either a it's either a town in Nebraska or a neighborhood in Portland, Oregon. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, uh, and you think about the, the Wheel of Time and those different families. It's like not only do you have racism, but you have these like isolated, incestuous family trees. Like they're like little, they're not trees, they're like little shrubs. That's like they're all there is to it because there's no one else to screw. So you could make that even more weird that way. Yeah, I was even thinking about that, like an arranged marriage for marriage from the town over. That's actually that's actually pretty. I was gonna give you like a suggestion for that. Would be like the battle in in the battle between racism and diversity. Like the diverse are racist, or like like or the, like the diverse are incest incestuous, something like that. Yeah. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Dash Renault! Yay! All right. Sometimes when I smoke pot, I think everyone else is high, like your next comedian. I'm like, am I stoned or are you? Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Dan Lewis! Yay! Is this one here? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Ah. Uh. All right, just still thinking about notes from the last one. Get this out. I'm gonna get both of these mic stands out of the way. Oh, uh, man. Uh, you guys familiar with uh, phantom limb syndrome? Right, I got something similar. Uh, I got phantom hair. Absolutely. You think I don't like uh, riding in a convertible like the rest of you guys? Just feel that wind whipping through? What used to be my hair? Uh, what else we got? Uh, this woman Kate Smith was canceled. Do you know this woman Kate Smith? She is the, she is the, per, the person who popularized God Bless America at sporting events. They play at the Yankee Stadium. Uh, she got canceled uh, because uh, they found out she recorded a couple racist songs back in the 1930s. Yeah, and so no more Kate Smith. Uh, and if this doesn't teach her a lesson, hopefully dying in 1986 did. <laughs> I mean... 
the whole idea is, you know, we don't we shouldn't enjoy anything that Kate Smith did now because of the bad stuff she did before. So I'm just kind of hoping our scientists, you know, didn't do anything wrong. We're going to find out Alexander Fleming went as Jesse Owens to Halloween and no more penicillin, everybody. <laughs> We're all going to die of syphilis. Uh, a lot of people don't want to say that they met on Tinder. They're like, they, they, they think it sounds tawdry or something. I had an ex like that. She's like, don't, let's not say we met on Tinder, you know, let's just say we met through friends. And I'm wondering if every dating advancement had to go through this process before people were used to it, you know, like 300 years ago. The women go, you know, let's not say we met through friends. I don't like the way that sounds. Let's say that your family traded me for a goat. Because I've just better. Um, you guys know all these countries, a lot of them, uh, and, and you know, it happens anytime you go off the gold standard, right? Suddenly you can just print money as much as you want. And inflation goes crazy, and you keep printing. Now in Zimbabwe, they, they find like million-dollar bills just floating in the rivers and stuff like that. I feel like this is what the Internet has done to porn. Right? Porn has no value anymore. Used to, because you used to find it in the woods, be a magazine, and you could trade it for things. It had actual value to it. I think we need to go back to the magazine standard for porn, right? Anyway, the other part of that I'm not going to do. I'm just trying something there. Uh, yeah, so you know how people are into the choking. Uh, this woman asked me to choke her, and I was like, I am not going to do that. That's illegal. To choke somebody, you know. Imagine, imagine if I told her, you know, what would really get me off is if you robbed my apartment. <laughs> would she do that? No, that's eh, dumb. Uh, I think aliens are the biggest Karens of all. They're like intergalactic Karens. They're like, take me to your leader. They just got here, asking to talk to the manager of the planets. <laughs> like it's a Taco Bell or something, you know. They're saying we have to go to other, uh, they're saying we have to colonize other planets. I don't know if you guys have heard, like all these rich guys, like, we might have to colonize Mars because we're ruining the environment on this planet. Oh. But you know where the environment is really, really bad uh, is Mars. <laughs> they have no water and it's negative 100 degrees. And then people will go there, they'll start families, you know, and stuff. How are you going to explain to your kids why you left a planet like this? Why'd we have to come here, Dad? Oh, you know, it got five degrees warmer. <laughs> we had to get the hell out. It was a real hellhole, let me tell you. So we had to come here with this, to this planet where it's negative 100 and everything is the same color. I don't know. Pretty soon we're going to ruin Mars, though, right? We'll just do the same thing. Pretty soon it'll be negative 95 there. We'll have to get the hell out. Uh, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Ian Lewis, everyone. Comments and stuff. There's um, my microphone up there on stage. This one back here, I don't know what's going on. It's not working. On the choking one, you could be like, yeah, I, I had to work my way up to choking her, so first I just stole her purse. You, know, you could make it direct because you come around to the, the robbing. The Phantom Limb one, I really like that one. I'm trying to think of like other examples there. Like, I don't know, foreskin is a little too much, but like something other else that you could lose or other things you could do with your hair. I'm trying to think of it. I'll come back to it. There was a tag I left out. Yeah. Head oh, head banging's good. Yeah. Uh, the Karen, not the Taco Bell, should be like, uh, like Applebee's or something like that. I'll make it Applebee's. A little better than Taco That's funnier, yeah. Not too nice. <laughs> uh, with the 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 song lady oh yeah uh god bless america i was wondering like 
that could be considered racist now, just praising America. Yeah, if there's right, some right. way to do that. That was one of the songs, yeah. Um, for Phantom Hair, uh, Windswept Scalp just made me giggle. <laughs> if that does anything for you. Mm, sure, yeah. um, and for porn magazines being like the gold standard, I was thinking about like, you know, you would like keep them in a safe like you would with gold bars or something <laughs> yeah, that's like good, that. Yeah. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. All right, uh, good stuff. One uh, one tag you might ask, add to the Karen thing is like, oh, uh, you have a complaint with the manager, get in line, sister. Yeah, like right. like everyone does. Like you you get to hear you you think you can cut like right. we all have stuff to say. Planet has complaints. Right. I like I like I like your one about finding the porn in the woods, and I know oh. you're trying to tag those things together. Yeah. I yeah. I, I mean, I, I I don't know. Maybe if it's I don't know where I'd put it before or after. I felt like I like the other part of it. So I'm like, oh, he's having a big lead up to that joke that I think is funny. Yeah, so just trying to different not, part I didn't, of it. That came out a lot meaner than I meant it. You're no, really no, no, funny and you all your writing is really good. I left the main part of the joke out of it. <laughs> right. On but then I was thinking yeah. like, would he use this to lead up to it or would he use this right. after that? And then I was right. like, is it funny enough for after? And is it too long of a lead up before? It's too Those were my, that's just what I was thinking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sorry, I'm like, uh, I know your material. Yeah, you know the other Is one. It the one joke uh, where um, you said the word tawdry made me laugh because I like the word tawdry. Uh -huh. Remember, uh, and also, you work backwards where you said, oh, let's not meet, meet on Tinder. Let's say we, what did you say? Uh, we, uh, let's not say we met on Tinder. Well, let's say we met through friends. Through friends. And then, so maybe before friends, it could be, let's, because if you go back far enough, let's let's say we were brother and sister. Or oh, some right. sort of, yeah. you know, if let's you go back far enough. Cousins. Let's just say we're cousins. That's <laughs> one way to heighten that's in good. the opposite direction. Yeah, yeah. That's good. <laughs> Clap your hands together, everybody, for Dan Lewis. Yay! All right, moving right along, right down the list. Keep being cool and paying attention and giving good tags and stuff, everybody. And clap your hands together for your fourth comedian of the night, Nick Hulk. Yay! Thank you. It's it's Nick Hulky. Yeah. I don't know why you say the E, but you do. Um, I wanted to tell you guys a little story. Uh, about the time I ended up in the medical tent at Coachella. Um, and it's entirely to blame on Molly, um, which I assume everyone knows. Molly, it's like MDMA, uh, millennial Tylenol, or if you're like me and don't test your drugs, just surprise meth. <laughs> and I bought Molly for a big group of people, so I bought it in bulk. And normally you get it in little points, but the guy just gave me this saran wrap brick. And it just, what am I supposed to do with this? Do I take this to the concert and just like hold it up and ravers come and lick it like horses to a sugar cube type deal? And it was tough also like sneaking it in because you get, your car gets checked when you go camp at the Coachella festival. And so I panicked. I had this big jar of peanut butter. I just scooped out like half of it put the molly in and then sandwiched it with the rest of the peanut butter, twisted it on. Peanut butter all over the car. As we get closer, I saw that they had drug dogs and I'm like, fuck, dogs love peanut butter. 
I'm done for. Thankfully, yeah, I don't know, they were dirty cops. I just gave them a little peanut butter bribe, licked my finger. I wanted to somehow say that it was like, no, it doesn't make any sense. That it was the real cops that licked the peanut butter off my finger as a bribe. Yeah, it didn't really make any sense. So I made my way through, and then I woke up in the morning and put myself in charge of dividing up the molly, which I just got in a car, dumped it all on a plate, and just eyeballed it. And as I worked, I got a, a fine Cheeto dust of molly on my fingers. So I'm just licking my fingers as I'm doing it. So by the time it's like 8 a.m., I'm in this car just like, someone play levels! Just off my ass. And that's pretty much the last, the last clear memory I have is it's daylight. And then the next one I have, it's nighttime. I'm waking up in a medical tent with a IV in my arm. Just like, did I miss Drake? What's going on? <laughs> and medical tent at Coachella, it's a dark place. You don't want to be in a music festival medical tent. But it did give me an idea for a TV show. There's so many, you know, like hospital shows, music festival ER. You know, you get like a raver chick gets wheeled in. She's got pupils the size of like an anime character, grinding her teeth to dust. The guy comes in, he's like, I need 50 cc's of Pedialyte, stat. He's trying to put on the defibrillator, but the pasties are in the way. He's like, well, someone free the fucking nipple. Clear. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, that's that tale. Um, let's see. When I lived in Spain, there was a strip club on the walk home from the dance club in my house. Unfair temptation. That'd be like if there was an elementary school on the way home from the gun range. It's all right. Thanks. Keep your hands clapping together for Nick Holkey. All right, uh, comments and stuff from the people. Um, I think lick my finger does work because dogs are real cops. Aren't they? Dogs are real cops. Like they're real. Aren't they not real cops? I, maybe they aren't. I thought that dogs that are cops are like real cops, like they have badges and stuff. Um, and that Music Fest ER, don't ever say that again or like put it in an envelope and mail it to yourself because it's fucking genius. Like that is a great, great idea for a reality TV show. Nice. And it's easy to do. You could do it in all kinds of places like, you know, Coachella and Burning Man and some, some weird fucking thing in what, Germany or some shit. <laughs> like, yeah. dude, it's brilliant. Thank you. Who knows? Um, someone else talk. Uh, on the on the peanut thing, if you wanted to make it about the cops instead of the dog, you could be like, so yeah, they wanted to lick the peanut butter off my fingers. They were clearly already on Molly. They didn't even share with the dogs. And then that way yeah, you yeah. get the misdirect. We thought you were talking about the dogs and you were talking about the cops. Also, with the beginning with the name pronunciation, you probably get hulky a lot. And that's probably an opportunity to be like, that's how you pronounce it. You could be like, well, you didn't pronounce it that way, but one should pronounce it that way. I don't know, it's just funny based on, it probably wasn't even a joke, but it was a funny Tag on that intro. Anyway, here you go. Thank you. <clears throat> so yeah, cop dogs are cops, basically. 
<laughs> you kill one, you go down for killing a cop. It's oh, really? A, yeah, for real. Oh, uh, same with a horse. Cop horses. Uh, anywho, so with that, you could be. I thought you were gonna say th- those. Uh, did you say like those guys are dirty or like they take a bra- Like I was gonna say, yeah, like like dog cops. They're they're corrupt. Yeah, you know, like you could, I dropped a burger. They went for that. Didn't smell any of my, you know, like. So I think you could do more with that. Okay. And uh, I had an experience once with cocaine and someone licking the like the razor. They would like wipe the razor and gum it and then wipe the side of the razor. Uh-huh. So they were constantly like licking the razor. So all of a sudden the razor's like got more coke on it than the mm, mirror does. Okay. So I think you can go on and on about licking your fingers and more gets on there. So you <laughs> right. More it's like a never ending. Right. Yeah. You end up doing half of the total amount of the brick and you know so. That's what I was thinking. Oh, cool. and uh, for the reality TV show, uh, NASCAR, uh, you know, like, there's tons of, like, those... Uh, Different those, ERs. Those tents, yeah. Oh, uh, just, like it's just a security... It's just an ER tent in yeah. the back, right? Yeah, you could be at, at any location. Inconsequential and, and, and ER. there's plenty of material. Pearl like, Jam, okay. moshing accident. <laughs> Cla- clotting or something, you know, like, the, the, those people concert. do those, like, those dances. Fish concert, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're all real nice back at the fish yeah. concert. Square dancing revivals. They would have like okay. uh, exciting S- stuff. Sprained ankles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Other any other comments? Okay, clap your hands together, everybody, for Nick Holke. Yay! 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 And then yay. Holke. I was saying Hulk because, like, en français, you don't pronounce like you pronounce the. The other letter, if there's an E behind it, but you don't pronounce the E. Anyways, it, I can never tell. Uh, your next comedian. Hey, uh, I'm excited every time he's here. I Where's my chocolate? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. Kidding. He's bringing the chocolate to the stage, baby. Uh, put your hands together for Raycon. Yay! Hey, Pam. Hey. Hi, guys. Hello. Happy Monday. Bringing chocolate to the stage. That is risky, Pam. I like it. <laughs> on the edge. Hi guys, what's happening? Yeah, what's going on? I come from a very educated family. Yeah, you know that? My dad's got a PhD and my mom's got two master's degrees. So if you know anything about genetics, you know that I am a huge disappointment. Yeah, yeah, terrible disappointment. I, um, I'm not smart. There's no way you can call me smart. Don't come from that background, clearly. I just missed the genes. Um, I, I don't think I could be a good border control control agent. I would be a terrible border control uh, officer, if you want to call it. It'd be terrible. I don't know I'd be able to discern who's a terrorist and who's not a terrorist. Just not smart enough. I think I'd have to probably figure out a game or some kind of system, some kind of clearance system. I was thinking the other day, maybe I should use the, uh, the 1964 Shirley Ellis song, The Name Game. Basically, if you want to get into the country, I got to be able to insert insert your name into the name game song. I'm not letting you in the country if you have a complicated name is the point, right? So if you come up and you hand me your papers, I'd be like, okay, cool. Uh, what's your name? All right. Killigan? Cool. Killigan. Killigan. All right. It says here you're, a, you're an Irish painter and you just want to do better for your family. Okay, cool. Let's see if you go through my screening process. Uh, let's see. Killigan, Killigan, Bo Billigan, Banana Fanta, Fo Billigan, Me, My, Mo Milligan. Welcome to America. Killigan. All right. Yeah, I got one in the country. <laughs> Uh, next up, oh cool man, let me see your papers, great, okay cool, Ali, alright, Ali, alright, you said you're from Yemen, okay, cool, cool, says you're an author of many manifestos, 
all right, cool. It says in the 1990s, you were in a video, like in a ninja outfit, on some obstacle bars. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, well, you know, it doesn't sound good, but let me put you through my screening process. All right? Ali, Ali, Bobili, Banana Fan of Fofili, Me, My, Momili. Welcome to America, Ali. Okay, cool, man. Uh, let's see. Next up, George Stephanopoulos. George Stephanopoulos. Okay, since here you were, uh, you were the uh, uh, a senior White House advisor. Okay, cool. Since you, you already have an American passport. Oh, you're an American citizen. Okay, cool, cool. cool. Since here, I should let you in the country. Nah, man. Nah, not to what the test about, man. We're going to go through this. We're going to do this, George. All right, here we go. We're going through this. <sighs> George, terrorists! No, get out of my fucking country. Hell no. No way. No way. You don't pass the stiff test, you're out, buddy. No way. I'd be a terrible border control. Like I said, I wasn't very smart. Um, <laughs> I got cheap parents. Anybody got cheap parents at home? I got lots of cheap parents. When you grow up as cheap parents... You become cheap, too. As uh, a matter of fact, it takes every ounce of energy for me not to pull over the road and pick up that sweet-looking ottoman. Yeah, for the low, low price of uh, reversing one half mile down the side of the highway, that cracked rattan footstool. It's all mine. It's all mine. True story. True story. My mom one time redid the deck in her, in her house, and she had the carpenter. She had the, the contractor take the nails and save all of the rusty bent nails and put them in a peanut butter jar in the garage just in case she, just in case she decided to use that later. If my mom was born in biblical times, those nails on Jesus' cross would be in her garage is my point. All right, that's my time. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Yay. Tetanus jokes from Raycon. Uh, yay! Uh, that 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 cracked rattan bit. I think that is just so funny. Thanks. Um, uh, uh, th- and I just imagine you reversing, and all the details are so perfect and wonderful. And uh, you have this great energy on stage, and um, and it's just a matter of like taking us on a roller coaster because sometimes yeah. you get. It's like when you're up there, where do you go? Where do you go once you're high? You got to go down to go up to go down. Yeah. You and so that just, yeah, like just put, try to, and you do, once you kind of ease in, then, then you go, you start bringing some levels back in. But I just, um, I don't know, listen to it and see what you think. Okay. And I love your energy. I just, I want to like savor the moments of it rather than it be like, I'm eating it, I'm eating it, I'm eating it. I want to like have a bite. I would imagine have another bite. I would imagine after eight minutes it'd be tiring to listen to because it's always <laughs> up there, right? It's just it's yeah. but it's it, but your energy is great and it and it depends. This is a small stage too. I'm sure if I saw you on like a big space, that'll yeah. really fill like a space. So cool. But I want I'm 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 being positive. Um, are there <laughs> <laughs> other other comments? Uh, the, one, the one I had was the, there's a you could, there's like a smooth way to do a callback there when you say uh, both of my parents are cheap and you go like turns out turns out cheapness doesn't skip a generation the way intelligence does you know whatever you can just do that quickly and then the other one was uh, oh I thought you were gonna say something like I have to pick up that ottoman uh, for the low low price of bed bugs. Bed bugs. One other little tag you. You, you could lean more into the fact you have this Irish guy named Killigan 
Maybe that's the 70s in me, but it sounds totally like an IRA terrorist myself. <laughs> you kind of passed over that one. Maybe there's something there. Sorry? Clap your hands together, everybody, for Ray Gagne! All right, uh, moving right along. Keep all that attention and awesomeness. Pointed at your next comedian, everybody. A JDA. Conditions in rare form. Defined as out the norm for my pedigrees and skill be like 360 degrees as a well rounded. Even a competition. Thanks, man. How you guys doing? Good. Holiday season, you guys excited? Yeah. Yeah, the, the holiday season has me uh, kind of horny. I'll be honest. It happens, right? It's natural, right? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I like dating apps a lot for that reason. I think they're great, but uh, they're getting they're getting a little bit confusing, right? Back back in the day, it used to be just like a name, a few pictures, and like some nutritional facts that nobody read. But uh, now there's like prompts and stuff. It's weird. Like I read a prompt that was like, "Dating me will be like," and it was just a picture of a bowl of fruit. I was like, "Is this an ink block test? Like, what's going on here?" Um, yeah, and I was, but like the naive me would have been like, okay, that means that dating you will be sweet, it'll be essential, it'll be healthy, right? But uh, I mean, after a few dates, you realize that like, that just means this will last a week, you know, and I'm going to I'm gonna throw you, <laughs> show you so many signs that you should throw me out and I'll probably last a little bit longer if you put me in the fridge, you know, with all the Thanksgiving leftovers. All right, don't get too worried. It's all good. I'm not going to kill my dates. Um, yeah, I've been back for the holidays. Every, like um, a couple times, I like visit my parents, and my my uh, my mom gets me to like help her, help around her, like the house, right? And she was like, "Rake some leaves. Go go outside, rake some leaves." I was like, "Okay, cool. Where where's the rake?" And then she hit me like with that amazing word of wisdom. She was like, "Don't ask me. That's part of the job." I was like, "All right. I mean, you're very lucky that this is the one place that that actually works. Like, this doesn't work anywhere else. Like, if I'm trying to eat box, if I'm not trying to eat some pussy, like it's like lick my vagina." Okay, where is it? That that's like that's not gonna work. What the fuck? Or like, I mean, if if I was like supposed to defuse a bomb, right? I like walk up to my CEO. They're like, "Hey, Jay, we need you to defuse this bomb." I'm like, "Okay, where is it?" They're like, "Don't ask me. That's part of the job." I guess the other side of that would also work. It would be like, "Hey, Jay, we needed you to blow up a building." Be like, "Okay, where is it?" All right, don't ask me. That's part of the job. Okay, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> but uh yeah it's 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 a little weird um but uh i was actually i i invited my friend jerry over to watch the documentary when i was back home and uh like midway through the documentary he was like hey this this documentary has a drone shot that's damn this documentary is the shit i was like okay i mean maybe not the most appropriate thing to say about a documentary about a pedophile's island but okay i mean it does have a drone shot you are right um factual uh <laughs> But that's a low bar, right? A drone shot, but very convenient. Uh, I was like, anytime I have Jerry over, I'm like, okay, I got 18 seasons, MTV Cribs, we are set. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, after visiting my parents, like I, I live in Oakland, um, I live with three other women, which is uh, it's interesting. It has its perks, I think. I mean, I've yet to find any, but uh, it's it's also just it's also been really stressful anytime like anything sexual comes up because like I don't want that kind of weird tension, um, especially like like. It's been stressful trying to like shave my pubes. Like it's 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 hard. It's right. It's like it's like the kind of stress that like a if I it feels like I'm diffusing a bomb. It's like, yo, Ajay, we need you to cut 
the black wires. It's like, okay, can you do that? I was like, yes, I, I see the black wires. I can cut the black wires. I, I, I've cut the black wires. All right, all right, all right. Uh, what do I do with the wires now? Hey, 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 somebody tell me, what, what do I do with the wires? Don't ask me. <laughs> That's part of the job. <laughs> all right. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Ajay, Ajay everyone. Holiday horny is what... Uh, yeah, I would do a callback there uh, when you talk about it later that you bring up holiday horny with your roommates. You ever try to bring up holiday horny with your roommates? Uh, uh, so this is, I know it's low-hanging fruit, but um, but um, in the in the fruit basket, like a banana, it, you know, mm -hmm. like something about the banana, there's like a dick, there's a, some mm -hmm. dick and balls play in there somewhere. Got it, got it. And like I said, I know that's low-hanging fruit. <laughs> but I would... I would add like just as a if you're going Other. to use that joke as another dimension talk about the actual fruit in the basket and its size and about it yeah, blah yeah. blah blah uh, there you go other comments 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 find them and there's lots of microphones you don't have to use his microphones yeah there's like four up there they all work it's just the ones it, the ghost in the machine made the ones back here not work yeah. tonight but okay, those ones cool, work. Yeah, this works so. um yeah when when you said like um, the holiday season makes you horny, in my head I was like, like being with his family. Like, so yeah. I was wondering, I was wondering if like maybe you could, yeah, if there is some sort of funny thing you could say like that to throw people off. Oh, uh, like but, like be like like my mom tries to make me like break some leaves. I'm like, okay, I'm only doing this because something like that or at least just be aware that that's where my brain went i'm like is he okay. you know okay. being being back home with the family makes him hoarding i was like i wonder where that's gonna go <laughs> um, but there could be a joke there and that was kind of the main well and then also when um the mom at least for me when you were talking about like the raking mm -hmm. thing and then your first example was like eating someone out in my head that was just like fast to go from like mom to pussy, pussy yeah, yeah. I, I, so if I there was, was one in between I, yeah i was thinking like about just like not having that yeah just having just but like i was trying to have like three examples but yeah it's a good good point i was appreciate that yeah. thank you i always think about pussy when i'm thinking about your mom too <laughs> sorry i like i always like to throw a mom your mom joke in if i ever can you know Put your hands together, everybody, for a J. Yay. All right. Uh, your, <laughs> uh, your next comedian. Hey, he's new to the room. So be cooler than you usually are. Everyone's actually being really nice today. I don't know. I'm having a good time. Put your hands together, everybody, for Jace Rivers. I'm gonna try and use this one. I was sitting over there. Everyone looks like their balls are mic'd. So um, I am uh, originally from Pennsylvania and my earliest memories, I'm wishing I was in a warmer, more ethnically diverse uterus. Uh, <laughs> obviously I'm not saying I'm better than my mother's womb. Obviously I'm a piece of shit. I've been up here for five seconds, and I already mentioned a very private part of my mother's anatomy, but don't worry. Lucky for her, she's dead. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to break you up about it, but unfortunately, I'm still an asshole. I'm the kind of asshole where I tell people I'm from Pennsylvania, and they automatically assume I'm from Philly. I'm not, but I get it. <laughs> I... um. 
So yeah, forget what the fuck comes next. Um, yeah, well, uh, oh yeah. So my mom, she was amazing. She raised me by herself and she, um, she did an amazing job. But the one thing that she messed up was she raised me Irish Catholic, which I mean, maybe it's just me, but it feels like it was a bad idea to tell a whole island full of alcoholics don't use birth control. And nobody took that shit more seriously than my grandma. She, not the drinking part, she never in her life touched a beer or a condom. She, <laughs> she fucking hated condoms. Uh, as a matter of fact, she used to call them the devil's cellophane. And um, she... <laughs> which is how she ended up with 12 kids. So um, by the time she hit double digits, she would basically just stand up and my aunts and uncles would slide right out. My Aunt Shannon actually rappelled down on the umbilical cord. She was always super sporty. I knew I was Catholic the moment I was born, mostly because I was super ashamed about being naked. I um, was, when I was in my 20s, I had a real hard time finding a job because um, I was a college dropout in Pennsylvania. So my only real options to make decent money were like, I could work in a coal mine or in a steel mill or in childcare. I chose childcare because I've always been kind of a, well, my grandma used to call me her little bitch. I, I, uh, <laughs> I um, Knew I didn't want to work for rich parents because uh, they don't let you like shake them or rub bourbon on their gums or really anything fun. So I ended up working in a mental institution for teenagers, which doesn't sound like a fun job, but it was actually sort of like that TV show Glee, except instead of randomly breaking into song, these kids would randomly break into the nurse's station or the cafeteria or my car. So... Um, the, my favorite kid there, his name was Theo. He was the best, because no matter what happened, he was always super positive. He had this really great sense of humor, but mostly he was just really fat. He looked like a beach ball that grew legs, but imagine a beach ball that's black and full of ice cream. The reason I mentioned that he was black is because at the time, I was a Wigga. You remember Wiggas, right? It was short for white. You remember. So... Obviously, this kid's name was not Theo. He, uh, I just picked the cutest, most innocent black kid name I could think of. But um, now, knowing what we know now, I bet Theo Huxtable saw some shit. I mean, maybe Theo was like a real chip off the old cliff. <laughs> I'm sorry, that, that never works. There's so much more to that joke. 2D from the Facts of Life gets roofied in the backseat of Kit from Knight Rider. Alf videotapes the whole thing, but you guys seem like nice people, so uh, <laughs> let's get back to something more positive. At the insane asylum for children, <laughs> they would sort of pair you up with a kid. So my mentor was, or I was essentially Theo's mentor, and in uh, um, and after years and years of hard work, he finally got out. Yeah, he escaped, and it was my fault. <laughs> so if you want to hear the rest of that story, tune in next time. Thanks. Jeez.
Jays, everyone. He's so brave. First with the dead your mom jokes and then bringing back the Wiggers talk. Wow. He is brave. Uh, hey, Chase. I really enjoyed that devil's cellophane um, tag. And I think that because your grandma had 12 babies, there's got to be like a baker's dozen. There's a donut box. Maybe oh, okay. maybe she's got something about her box. A donut box. I don't know. Baker's does something something about baking, but cellophane leads you right into that too because that's what you would t- take a baked good. You would put it in delicious cellophane or not delicious cellophane. You would eat it. You take cellophane off. Anyways, funny stuff. Um, and I liked the uh, shaking children thing. That was nice. Oh, uh, cool. no, that was. I, I I thought that was funny that that the childcare. I wasn't expecting you to say that. And uh, yeah, you see, it's, you've, you've written a lot of punchlines. The stuff about the the Glee stuff—that's all—that's all solid stuff. You've got like one, two, three punches on, like a whole different cup ending with them breaking into your car. That stuff's all good. Thanks. Uh, other comments from people. Don't fucking black out in the middle. That was that would be my comment. Um, I really like the ethnically diverse womb. I thought that was funny. Um, when you brought up that you were a wigger, I was hoping you were going to give some funny examples. Oh, okay. So I, I would have liked you to, I don't know, I don't know funny example of that, but if you could think of some, that's what I was hoping for and I think could fit there. I like it. Yeah. Thank you. I don't know why I'm saying thank Can you. Can you hear me? No, job. thank Can you. you. Can you hear me? Yeah, it's on. Yeah. It, it felt, I'm right here in the window. Oh, It cool. felt like you were uh, reading a script. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's all. No, I appreciate that. <laughs> that's, that's solid. <laughs> no, no, hold on. We all did it, and that was like a bunch of funny stuff you said, but like also obviously verbatim what you wrote down. So like what I did when that happened to me is I wrote like the first words of the joke or the first – I isolated the jokes, and right. I just wrote the first words of the jokes that were pertinent to the story. And then, so that way I'm saying them uh, organically every time and not the way I wrote them down. Oh, but it triggers your mind to know which joke it is. And then the words come out It's not just the joke, it's the sentence. The sentence, Because I know how to make sentences. You're obviously good at talking. Like, I know how to make sentences, but like, you don't want it to be the sentence that you wrote down. The memorized sentence. Because then it sounds like a script. Thank you for that. It's not a script if you... If it's different a little bit every time, because then it's organic. Oh, that's so smart. You got to know what the Adam. funny part is, though. Right. <laughs> well, no, and I'm not. I'm not saying for you. I'm. I'm just saying that only works if you know how to hit the funny. The funny note every time. Yeah. The words are less important at that point. Right. It always feels like I get stuck in the middle, and I if I just get that first word, I got it. Did you record this? Yeah. yeah. And this is recorded, anyways. Yeah. So you can listen to it and. Uh, You'll hear when people laugh. You'll hear when you'll be interested in your own story. You'll know the high points. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, clap your hands together, everybody, for Jace Rivers. Yay! Yay! All right. One last comedian with comics, and then it's just an open mic. Yay! Uh, keep being awesome and paying attention and taking notes and all that cool stuff. It's Darren Busing. Yay! Hey, everybody. So uh, I used to have trouble breathing at night, Uh, not snoring. My breathing would simply stop. Um, My wife finally made me get one of those sleep apnea masks because she was tired of the sound of me bombing every 20 minutes. 
Uh, now, it, it works, but there's a catch. Because uh, now in bed, I look like Bane and sound like Darth Vader. And my wife has to pretend I'm the bad boy she always would have preferred. Now, it's, and it's not just the mask. Underneath, I've got the mouth guard because I grind my teeth at night. And I got the eye shade that wraps around and has little speakers inside so I can drift off to podcasts. And this, my friends, is the look of marital confidence. My wife said till death to us part, and I have the VHS tape to prove it. I also had um, trouble with sinus headaches, had that for years. Uh, so a few years ago, the fine people at Kaiser cracked open my nose, drilled some extra holes in there for drainage and for the dismount, moved cartilage from the middle of my nose out to the side so my nose wouldn't collapse when I breathed at night. So I went in for a nose job and came out with a bigger nose. So uh, it works. I can keep the headaches at bay, but only if I keep up with the sinus rinses. You have to get that bottle and you blast it up each nostril. It's as terrible as it sounds. Uh, it works, but there's also a catch, uh, which I found out at this gym class I was taking. Uh, this is before the pandemic. The teacher says we're all going to uh, do some push-ups. I go to lean over, and the contents of my most recent sinus rinse come flying out onto the astroturf. Yeah. All right, biology fans, your nose leaks while doing push-ups. What else in a married man's life might this be relevant? Yeah, who'd have guessed I'd be the one doing the squirting? Neither one of us saw that coming, and no one was coming after that. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> back in college, uh, my girlfriend, who is now my wife, was uh, jealous of this lab partner I had named Lexi. Nothing going on. But uh, Susan didn't really relax until we met Lexi's boyfriend. Talk about outgunned. This dude was gorgeous. Kind of looked like a young Alec Baldwin. Just add, you know, four inches green eyes and a soul. Uh, all right. Uh, feeling good out there, Mutiny Radio? Cool, because I'm going to finish with a true story about my dead mom. Um, back when, after my dad died, my mom rented out a room to a friend of my parents who was recently divorced. Uh, Fred was very nice. He was a very helpful roommate, which was important as my mom's health declined. Uh, just one problem. Fred was a huge Trump fan, and he would always start all these political fights with my very liberal mom. She's not about to back down. That's not what it's about. And they went back and forth for years, both of them trying to get the last word. That was until one fine day when my mom reprogrammed all three cable boxes so Fred couldn't watch Fox News anymore. 74 years old and he got his ass child locked. Isn't that beautiful? Why didn't we think of that for the Trump White House? My God, I would have loved to replace all those Confederate statues with the deep state hero who hid the remote. Uh, my mom died in uh, February 2019, and in the uh, months that followed, I was at the house a lot, along with my brother and sister, cleaning up her things. Uh, as my mom wished, Fred was still living there, helping out until he sold the house in July. And during one of these cleanup trips, I think it was April, Fred came up to me and said, Darren, sir, do you happen to know the code to the television? And all I could tell him was, sorry, Fred, mom took that secret to her grave. You're goddamn right you got the last word. And that's my last word. Thanks a lot. Darren Busing, everyone. Comments. Um, you give off a really, uh, and I don't want this to sound offensive, but you're, you give off a really great storyteller vibe. And 
and it's it's great you're you have a command of the stage and of your voice and all that stuff and i just don't know if it's like it's a matter of audience like if we put you in front of an audience that's like married and has like a similar like that has houses and belongings and like families or something that they it's just hard for me to like uh i have to put myself in the headspace of like well these are like story dad jokes do you do you see and and it's just but very brave with the dead mom stuff. <laughs> Does it call back? Uh, Nick, you got things to say? Um, at the beginning with the, like the not being, not breathing in your sleep, thinking it could be funny if potentially like it was happening for years and your wife never told you. She was hoping you'd I don't know, die, get the insurance <laughs> money type thing. Um, also when you brought up you, the being Bane, in the bedroom i think like doing a bane voice and like talking dirty in that voice could be funny <laughs> and you could call that back with the mucus thing like oh christ it's everywhere in the bane <laughs> thing um and then with your nose getting bigger from uh surgery just maybe think of pinocchio i don't know if there's some way that the word pinocchio could be funny in there and that's it. Uh, I really like your uh, dead dad stuff. You know, like, um, like I love how you started off saying that you guys feel okay. You know, let's talk about dead dad jokes, especially because, like, when I picture a dead father, I picture somebody that looks like you. You know. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I'm an asshole. I'm Hunter, by the way. I haven't even introduced myself. But um, like, I really would like if 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 we go down the storytelling route with that, I really would like you to like you know. Um, talk uh, you know expand on certain things like you know what was the last argument your mom and dad had what did it involve the um you know the code that went in there for the uh, the tv you know blocker because then that'd be an even bigger laugh at the end of it you know what i mean and like i'd really like to know more about um expand more about about like your relationship with your father and the relationship with the mother and father as well because that that has so much you know um stuff you can uh, routes you can go down yeah but i really enjoyed it Any other comments? All right, clap your hands together, everybody, for Darren Busing. Yay! Ooh, la, 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 um, A couple of people have let me know that they are, like, just they're experiencing issues car-wise or something. So Ernest and Kyle are on their way, and Devone is not here yet, I don't believe. But you know who is? It's, it's Kelly. Uh, you sh he shaved his face, and um, it's just adorable. I, maybe it's because he's going to see some family or something, and he had to clean himself up, or I don't know. Uh, but he's very funny, and I'm excited to listen to his jokes. Since we're missing people to, yeah, we'll still do four minutes. Uh, put your hands together, everybody. Kelly Evans, yay! <laughs> Thank you. Um, you ever know anybody who like drinks so much that you can smell them in the room? after they leave thank you hunter thank you for the bathroom experience uh, <laughs> holy shit i was like damn that dude drinks a lot um <laughs> uh <clears throat> i did heroin and uh boy are my arms tired uh no uh, um don't do it by the way just in case you're like I don't know. Maybe after IKEA, I'll go shoot some smack. You know, don't. It's a bad idea. You probably shouldn't do that. I did learn. I felt like I learned some things doing it. And the main thing I learned was 
uh, it's awesome. It's so good. It's it's too good. I'm gonna say it's too good. Honestly, you should not. You, I had to stop. I stopped. Uh, I actually stopped for my family, so I could see them more because I didn't really get to do that when I was using. And now I see them all the time. And um, I'm thinking about going back. Honestly, I'm gonna go back to doing heroin because they suck. Um, yeah, not great. Um, I I eat poorly. I eat horribly. I don't know if everybody else has this problem. I eat Taco Bell constantly. I I love Taco Bell. It's the food of my people. You know why trash? Um, we invented it. And uh, Doritos Locos. Yeah, that's ours. And <laughs> for sure, um, I've never seen that in Mexico. I'm sorry. Um, anyway, so uh, the thing I don't like, if you've ever been to a Taco Bell in San Francisco is uh, the high-grade security for the bathroom for some reason. What are you protecting? It's covered in piss. It is, you're not doing a good job, evidently. Seriously, what the fuck? Why is it so hard to get in there? Ser there's seriously piss just everywhere. It's like by the hand dryer. How does that happen? <laughs> Who is pissing in that bathroom? Like, ah, yeah! <sighs> All right, that's good. Um, like, is it in the manual? I don't know what's, like, if you walk in as an employee and, like, there's no piss, so better get pissing. You better start. <laughs> Women, too. Just, I don't know, hula hoop it, I guess. I'm a feminist. Um, like, why is the security so intense? It, like, there, I have to go to the counter to get a key, and they've attached it to a keychain that is also a three-foot ladle for some reason because they're afraid I'm going to steal it. Is that they think I'm going to steal it? Because I will. I'll fucking steal a three-foot ladle. I don't give a shit. I need a ladle, all right? Are you tempting me? I will take that shit because I'm so frustrated. I get Even with the key, there's like a keypad. And I went to one recently, and it's digital, so you have to download an app to get the right code because it changes every time. So now I'm like online like trying to rapidly download an app because I have a turtle head peeking, and I'm like, I'm going to shit my pants. I need to get in there. Seriously, and it's like now I have to identify bicycles in 136 fucking photos for some reason Because I guess robots using the bathroom is a problem in San Francisco. Is that what we're worried about? Is that how they're gonna put us in the matrix through our bathroom experience? What the fuck, you know? And then like I said you get in there. It's just covered in piss, especially on the seat The seat is just I mean what is hat, but wait good news though. There's toilet seat covers So we're covered, you know? I just lay down like 45 or 50 of those and maybe we'll get a dry layer somewhere in there, you know, like it, the fucking, the what's the point in a toilet seat cover when it's covered in piss? It just, do they expect that I'm going to wipe up that piss? <laughs> Seriously? You think the people who cover the bathroom in piss were like, yeah, I'll lift this toilet seat up. Sure. I'll put the toilet cover seat down. Anyway. All right. Fuck that. Um, so frustrating. Uh, I took a 23 and I took a 23 and me, uh, uh, and this is like a few years ago. 23 and me like gives you all this information about your genes and like diseases and stuff like that. They have like one that they send out that tells you if you have the genes of an athlete, like an Olympic athlete. And they sent me an email and told me I do not. <laughs> they said, I was like, I don't know if I needed an email for that. You know, like I had high school, you know, that taught me enough. It's like, I feel like 23andMe is like now just bullying me. It's like, it's like, yeah, you have the genes of a very dumb person. Evidently, I'm like, you're 6% Native American. Stop telling people, you know? Um, I guess that's it. All right, thanks, guys. You've been great.
Kelly Evans, everyone. He's covered in piss. That was great. I was laughing so hard, and I don't know if I was laughing so hard because I'm so incredibly high, or if you were just that funny tonight, or a really happy combination of the both. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm hoping it'll keep rolling along with your next comedian. Put your hands together, everybody, for Adam Close. Woo! Yo, Poppy, why you always seem like you got someone in your mind? That's someone else. That is a different artist. I was thinking the other day, I was ruminating. Um, are there Republican Raider fans? Seems like being conservative and cheering for the Raiders are uh, juxtaposed to each other. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, recently, an older white comedian. Uh, oh, fuck. Recently, an older white comedian told me uh, that I should watch black comedians and pick up on their cadence because black people are naturally funny. And I was like, dude, I graduated high school. I'm not doing that shit again. I also was a wigger. <laughs> Hold on. All right, sorry about that. Kenny Loggins has a song, a famous song. Highway to the danger zone, right? And knowing what I know about uh, small town politics and how um, like props and measures get approved, and I know a lot, there's no way they're building a highway to the danger zone. It's not getting approved. In the 90s, I went to a Bare Naked Ladies concert. Talk about false advertising. <laughs> they were like, it's been one week since you looked at me. I was like, where are the tits? <laughs> Hell yeah. I think it's ironic that coquettish means like shy and coy because every cokehead that I know is all up in your face. <laughs> I feel like we're too hard on one hit wonders. Like that's a pretty big accomplishment to have a hit, like a big hit, like a wonderful hit. Most of us are no hit losers. What's up, Ernest? Right on time. Oh shit, my neighbor's calling me. That's crazy. He sells cocaine. <laughs> uh, trainers at 24-Hour Fitness be like, hey, man, can I train you? But they'll have, like, 39% body fat. Like, train me to what? <laughs> Fail the SATs? Uh, I got the same style as most lesbians. Shout out my Subaru. Um, that's right, your eyes don't deceive you. I drive a Subaru. Um, lesbians hate dick, but love dicky shorts. 
My favorite kind of lesbian is the John Candy softball coach lesbian with the big old torpedo tits. Very niche, very specific type of lesbian. Um, sometimes girls be like, oh, my pussy's so tight. How could you possibly know that? You don't have the tools to test the specs on that device, lady. I promise. Give me a call. Get to the bottom of this. You guys like wearing masks? I don't. I feel like ugly people are crushing it with the mask. They've been practicing their personalities, etc. Um, if you are ugly, like for instance, if your mom drank when she was pregnant with you, don't fret. You can always get a job on the History Channel. You guys seen the History Channel? No one on that network is sexy. Even the aliens are unfuckable. Adam Close, man, give it up for me. Yay! Adam Close, everyone. Hooray! Subaru wearing Holden Caulfield hat, hunting hat flipping. Um, so your next queen is they came in, they made it in time. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Ernest Evangelista. Yay! Oh, wait, he's still in the bathroom. Um, so Kyle, Kyle, you want to go next? Put your hands together, everybody, for Kyle Morrissey. A solid follow-up to Ernest shitting. Um, <laughs> I I was thinking about this the other day. Uh, the The more I am an adult, the more I really realize, like, the most important thing to do is face your fears. It, I truly believe that, uh, which is why I decided to finally walk in on my parents having sex. Uh, uh, just... <laughs> what are you guys fucking and sucking? Uh, <laughs> you know, like, that's what they say about your fears. Um, you Like, whatever it is you fear most, like, you just got to dive into that. And I, I'm really going overboard with, like, the whole imagining parents fucking thing lately. Like, I really, sometimes my mom will just send me one of those, like, weird smiley face emojis. And I'll show it to my fiance being like, and, like, be like, do you think my dad's just plowing her with her cock right now? You think that's what that face means? You think that's what it means? All right, some of you guys haven't, you're not ready to face your parents fucking yet. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm, I'm in the middle of it. I really am. Thanksgiving's going to be weird. Um, it's it's going to be weird. Uh, so I read Oedipus in high school. Solid transition. Um, I read Oedipus in high school, and I thought it was bullshit because if you're familiar with the story, it's about a, a young lad who wants to kill his dad and fuck his mom. And the reason I think it's bullshit is because the whole takeaway is, oh, look how messed up this kid is. It's like, how do you think that... Why do the parents get a free pass in this situation? Why is no one thinking about them, you know? Maybe the dad was a dick. Maybe Oedipus just wanted to, like, play basketball with his dad, and his dad never let him win. And every time he dunked on him, he was just like, ooh, I fucked your mom, you know? Like, dragging his nuts. What if Oedipus was like, you know what? I know that's my mom, but I think someone needs to fuck that dude's wife. I really, I, kn I might have to fuck this dude's wife. I was, uh, I was thinking about, uh, so we've been, we've been canceling, you know, ca ooh, cancel culture, I'm so edgy. Uh, 
uh, cancel culture is something. And uh, I noticed, you know, there's a general trend of like it's it's kind of canceling like w- like sort of like patriarchal Western blah 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 whatever. I think that's generally true. And uh, like Christianity is not really that big anymore. So it kind of makes me wonder, like, when when are we going to stop using the Gregorian calendar? Like, w- I think it's time to cancel time. I think it's, I, I just, I, you know, I'm surprised that's still around, you know. I think it's about time we did away with that uh, archaic, <laughs> oppressive way of, of, of living our lives. I just, you know, sorry, Timmy, it's uh, not your birthday anymore. You're not, <laughs> you're actually not, you're not five years old. You're a racist. No. <laughs> Madison, you know how you thought you were a Taurus? Turns out you're just a whore. You have no values. <laughs> you can't can't measure things in the same way anymore. Oh Jesus, that was all I wanted to talk about. Um I say um so much on stage. I need to find a way to address that. Alright, good night everybody. Kyle <laughs> Morrissey. Um, I am actually looking for a guy with an edible complex, not an not an edip, not an edible complex, but like an actual edible complex, because I do make delicious pot cookies and food and things. <laughs> Guys, if you have an edible complex, come on over. Uh, all all right, I'm really high today. This has been fun. Uh, it's Thanksgiving week. I'm really excited. Uh, but you're, And that has nothing to do with your next comedian. I just wanted to express my excitement about Thanksgiving. I enjoy the holiday very much. Uh, but he just came out of the bathroom, and his hair is luxurious. Put your hands together, everybody, for Ernest Evangelista. Thanks, fam. I like your hair, too. Uh, I know you guys think, since I'm, I have long hair, and... Uh, jean jacket uh, that I'm Native American. I'm not. I'm Filipino, even though I look like Pocahontas if she identified as a male. But I'm not. Thanksgiving is no worry to me. If you guys try to do me like you did the Native Americans on Thanksgiving, joke's on you. I'm Filipino, also nurse degree. I'm double vax plus I have a Costco card. Which means that I got the Kirkland brand booster shots, 20 in a pack. Okay. Uh, topical. Uh, Want to be topical, guys? I, I see my audience. I know you guys are mourning the death of the rapper Young Dolph, who died recently buying cookies for his auntie. It's very cute. But also, do you know his name is Young Dolph? You know why? Because his dad was named Adolf. It's very, it's very complicated. He, his dad, and then his, his uh, rap name was Young Dolph, aka Young Adolf. Pretty gangster, pretty gangster. <laughs> but I'm just saying, times change, man. Times change. 1945. Uh, news headline. Uh, the world rejoice as uh, Adolf kills himself in a bunker. Uh, news headline, uh, 2021, young Adolf dies buying cookies for his auntie. The black community mourns. Um, okay, this is great. Um, great, great. Who 
wants cookies not shaped as juice. Um. Okay, guys, how you guys doing? Cool. Um, how do you guys feel about abortions? Yeah, let's get more abortions. Abortion booster shots from Kirkland. Um. But you can't do that in Texas anymore. You can't do that. It's messed up. You know who I blame? Joe Rogan. Okay, you guys are Joe Rogan's fans. I'm not saying his politics. I'm not saying because of his politics. I'm saying ever since he moved to Texas, a bunch of doocy celebrities moved to Texas. Am I right? Right? Elon Musk, I'm just saying. It wasn't the right type of celebrity. You know who would have been the best celebrity to move to Texas to help you with your abortions? David Blaine. Think about this. Think about it. I seen David Blaine pull the ace of spades out of his mouth. Imagine what he could do with the embryo. <laughs> Think about this. Miss, miss, miss. You say you're pregnant? You're pregnant? Check your pockets. <laughs> Check your pockets right now. Oh my God. Okay. Magical abortion. Okay. Um, but yeah, guys, um, I'm not talking about Harry Potter, even though I'm pretty sure they had abortions in Harry Potter. And it was done by Slytherins. Uh, <laughs> Slytherin, Slytherin out. All right, guys, you guys have a good night. Show all the kids. Yay, 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 yay. Ernest Evangelista. God, that abortion joke is fire. It is so funny. Really, it's really great. I'm uh, I'm impressed. Yay! I I have I have Texas abortion jokes too, but we're gonna keep going along with this uh, this thing. Hey, Hunter, you're up next. Sweet. Um, and then I've forgotten your name again, but it's N- Navone. Nawaz Khan. Nawaz. 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 And he'll be after. And then there's other people on the list who might be here, and they might not. We'll see. But right now, put your hands together, everybody, for Hunter Uniac. Yay! Ernest, that set was fire. Zip up your fucking pants. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. Like you, he's my best friend. I'm allowed to look at his dick right after he gets to the bathroom because that's what best friends are fucking for. No, too weird. I don't care. This is my set. I'm allowed to say what I want. <laughs> weird though, guys. I um, you guys like dad jokes? That's about the right response, you know. But I'm gonna tell you a dad joke anyways. What do you call the Native American ghost? I just jabbed my finger with. What do you call the Native American ghost I just jabbed my finger with? Pocahontas. Fuck you. That's hilarious. I don't give a shit. (laughs) I work with my dad. I'm not going to go the whole bit, but I work with my dad. You know how weird it is calling out sick when your father's your boss? Like one time, like I was like 19 and hung over to use the excuse. Like, I'm sorry, I can't go to work. My father died. (laughs) And he looked at me and was like, dude, my son just died too. Like, we're good, you know? Fucking weird. Like, calling out sick when the, your boss has keys to your apartment is fucking weird. You know what I mean? Like, one time, like, how do I put this? He just has keys to your apartment. Like, do you guys like your bosses? No. Imagine if they had keys to your apartment. All right? Exactly. That's just terrifying. Okay. <laughs> Fun, though, guys. What else do I got in there? Um, weird. I, um, like, uh, you guys, you guys watched Super Bowl? It was yesterday, for the purposes of this joke. Super Bowl was yesterday. <laughs> but, um... It's so weird how the Super Bowl was yesterday, even though it's fucking October. No, it's not. That's part of the joke. Um, <laughs> it's weird, though. Like, we, 
Wait, when did our nation become so pretentious that we need three national anthems and a fucking poem, you know, before the game? All right, and then half our nation decided to shit on the athletes taking a knee for all the national anthems. They're not protesting anything. They're just fucking tired of standing there before the game. You know what I mean? Somebody say hi. Say hi to you, Ernest. Say hi to me. Just hi to crazies. And Uber just drove by, and like the Uber drivers came out and said hi to you, or like, what the fuck? This is more interesting than my set. <laughs> like, like usually when an Uber driver says hi to somebody, it's like you know, like like it's a creepy Uber driver saying hi to like a really you know attractive young girl. Oh, wait, Ernest Harris says, yeah, that did happen. All right, I just sexually objectified Ernest, and I'm sticking to it. Where though, guys? What else happened with me? Um. I was annoyed earlier today. Like I, you know those people. Like if you take public transit, who takes public transit? Yeah, that's about the right response, you know. But um, like, don't you hate it when those people just try to like you know get in right when the doors close, and just hold up hundreds of people on the fucking train? You guys are saying no? Are you guys those people? <laughs> you guys are those fucking people, aren't you? Yeah, I can tell. Fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. This changes the entirety of this joke I just pulled out of my ass. It's fucking weird. But like, I've always wanted to like, just push those people past the fucking doors. You know, get them out of there. Okay. Well, I guess violence against strangers is forbidden in comedy. <laughs> uh, next time. Now, you know what? All right. I learned my lesson, people. I won't swat kick down a five-year-old child who's trying to sneak into Bart. Yeah, guys. Uh, you fucking do. No, I don't. It's weird, though. My mom's a uh, station agent for Bart. You know? Did somebody go, oof? <laughs> that was oof. Yeah. Pam doesn't like it when I talk about my mom. She only likes it when I talk about my dad because she sexually um, harasses him. He does, though. It's weird. It is. Like, I just, like, my dad's a former pro athlete in Ireland, you know, before they got money. Like, he went to the highest level of, you know, his profession. And he was still didn't get paid shit. Like, you know how fucking demeaning that is? You know? So, like, I don't know. Let me start with dad jokes. Me shitting on my dad. I'll leave you guys with this. Boom me. That's my time, people. Yay! Hunter Uniac. Yeah, I totally know what it's like to not be, um, you know, equally valued for the same work. I, I can understand how your dad might have gone through that at some point and can really relate to that all right uh your next comedian it's his, his second time doing comedy all right he's he's, he's gonna be counting for a while clap your hands together everybody for navid yay hello hello how are you guys doing also it's like the third time pam called out my name wrong <laughs> my name is nawaz khan Okay, okay. You guys having fun? You guys having fun? Cool, cool, cool. So, uh, let's see. Uh, let's talk about Kyle. Like, you know, what happened uh, with the verdict? I feel like people are so divided. People are like, was it right? Was it not right? I feel like, like none of it would have happened if Kyle had Indian parents. None of that shit would have happened, I'm telling you. Like, you know why? because his parents would have killed him already for getting a B at school. I'm telling you, none of that would have happened, you know? All the Indian aunties will be like, do you know what happened to Kyle? I haven't seen him in a while. 
and then other other one goes he got a b ah oh, that makes sense okay okay i see i see so um so i i'm uh, i'm indian so that means uh, i'm an immigrant or as the uh, uscis would call an alien i know i know what you guys are thinking it's so aggressive i know i assure you it's not it just means I have a higher IQ than everybody, so it's cool, it's cool, it's cool, <laughs> it's cool. So, um, also, uh, people like from the Indian subcontinent, everybody look alike, like Pakistanis, Indians, Bangladeshis, everybody look alike. So, uh, so my name is very, very Pakistani. Nawaz Khan is like made for Pakistan. So, Pakistani people get like, you know, very excited. They are like, you know, when they see me, they're like, yes for three seconds and then I tell them I'm Indian like no oh no they just lost their lottery what can I say so um, also a lot of uh, a lot of uber drivers in uh, San Francisco are from uh, Afghanistan if you guys don't know a lot of them are and uh, apparently my name is also a very common Afghani name I did not know this so every time I get into Uber, I have a great experience. They are like, brother, welcome. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, thank you, thank you. And so, brother, I have a friend, same name, just like you. I'm like, so, uh, okay, okay, that's cool, that's cool. I'm like, so, brother, where are you from? I'm like, damn it. I already disappointed the Pakistani people. I mean, I can't like lose more more nationalities, so I just say, Kabul, my friend, Kabul. That's where I'm from. Like, so that's the story of why I'm learning Pashto right now. So, so, so that so that I can please my Uber drivers, so so that I can get a five star rating. <laughs> that's what I'm working towards. Life goals, guys. Life goals. Um, what else? Let's see. Um, I I work in fashion. Any so it looks like nobody's cheering for fashion. Oh my god, you guys should like you know totally totally like get into fashion. So anyway, so what does that that look like, right? So I uh, I basically work with people, white people mostly. So you know that's what it's like. Um, so uh, what's what are the odds, right? So the thing is like when I was new, it was very. Uh, difficult for me because everybody looked alike it's like a white factory like churning out like white people like you know it was so difficult so everybody so the thing is like if i forgot a name um it was very easy so i just uh if they're women uh, I, I call them michelle and uh and 70 percent of the time i'm right <laughs> and if it's a man i just call them ryan and uh, 60% I get it. So people are like so impressed, like, how do you know? I'm like, I'm just good with names, what can I say? Uh, okay, so what next? Um, I feel like people give a lot of shit to racist people. I feel like that's wrong. I mean, like, I feel like that's like, no. I mean, look, let's, look, look, they are very cute and ignorant, okay? Let's, let's just admit that. Um, so, when, you know, when uh, last time uh, this racist person was like, hey man, go back to India, right? I'm like, I mean, as a matter of fact, I am. It's the holidays. I'm going back to see my parents. So where are you going? So anyways, that's, that's my set, guys. Thank you so much. Nawaz, everybody. Nawaz. Yay. Um, 
I think we we got through everybody who was here today because um, Devone did not show up, and either did Mauricio, and um, it's already seven thirty. So you know, screw those guys. Um, I was supposed to get a phone call from Mark Neuer, and so I can call him. Um, and uh, he was supposed to call in, and, and we were gonna maybe talk to Mark Neuer. But Kelly's like, get me the fuck out of here. He's like, I do not need to be in on that phone call. Um, but coming up, coming, I don't know. I've, I, I don't know what to say there. Um, coming up at 8 o'clock is Primordial Soup. I'm going to try to figure out how to fix these damn microphones. Thanks for being here. I would tell jokes, but I'm so high right now that it just doesn't make any sense. It would be like, why? what would be the purpose to keep you captive here? Um, but good luck at Swinging Door or whatever. I'm 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 running OMG tomorrow, six to eight, two for one drinks, two for one wells, and that's six to eight show. It's a pre-sign for the evens, but the odds will be open at six forty-five. It's really fun at OMG on Sixth Street. I like it very much. And if you're a real person, just go down there. It's really fun. And the drinks, I'm telling you, cheap booze, baby doll. And it is. It's in the. It's in the most savory part of the tenderloin on Sixth Street. It really is. A, it really is a, an amazing experience. Uh, but it's really cool in there. And then Wednesday this week, we are doing um, on Thanksgiving pre, don't cook, you know, come to Asiento on the corner of 21st and Bryant. We have got a great show lined up for you the day before Thanksgiving. And um, and then we'll be back on Friday here for the open mic because like I ain't going nowhere. I ain't got, got anything to do. So, uh, you know, it's not like I'm going to, I don't know. Hawaii with my parents or something. I, no, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to stay here. I'm here in San Francisco. Um, so, yeah. So, yay. But thanks for... And Saturday at Atlas, 2 o'clock, we'll be doing the thing uh, out there with the shows and the whatnot. You can always donate to Mutiny Radio uh, or Venmo at Mutiny Radio. And, um, yeah, thanks for being here. Bye. Yay. I come to resurrect microphones. Purpose, Do my thing. Test, 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 test. So it's just super light. What is happening with the mic? To my moms and my pops, I'm glad you stayed together. I don't know too many people to demonstrate true love better. Nowadays, kids don't have anyone, but you were there and determined to make me get plenty done. Yes, to achieve, although a lot of times I hurt you. But I'm matured now, I'm showing you my true virtue as I deliver to you an oath of never-ending love, admiration and respect, for there is nothing above a mother's strength and a father's concern. There was guidance, no matter which way I turn. Yo, pops, if I could be half the man you are, I'd be a star. Moms, thanks for pushing me real far. As I proceed through the tundra and harsh winds, I think of you and what you've instilled within. So I'm taking time out to let you know, once a boy, now a man, thanks for helping me grow. For you, dedicated to FM. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Let's watch
I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. We're hosts of me. Follow us on podcast by with our acronym L W A F L M O Y T. We watch a full length movie on YouTube with you, and you listen to the podcast and watch the movie at the same time. Yeah, L W A F L M O Y T. Yeah, L W A F L M O Y T. That's every Sunday, two p.m. Pacific Standard Time, or if you're Carl, five percent, five percent. Right. I'm so lazy. Three hours later, I finally get to the show. Five p.m. Let's hear the theme song. Oh, uh, uh, let's watch full length. length. Oh, wait, let's do a full minute promo. Oh, never mind. Bye. See, yeah. See you next month. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-face McRat. <laughs> Hey, Mutineers, Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon, with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show, one of my favorites here at the station. And it's all about service. It might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but we got to serve somebody. And Bill understands the virtue of service as the heart and soul of the labor movement better than a lot of people I know. And it's one of the reasons I love to listen to him. He breaks down socialism, democracy, protest history, workers' news, and the power of unions. Along with that, he serves up an excellent mix of jazz, Latin, gospel, hip-hop, and traditional folk ballads. Great stuff. Check it out. Labor and Love is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Serve somebody. Since 1971, the San Francisco Tenants Union has been fighting for the rights of tenants and for the preservation of affordable housing in San Francisco. Starting from the struggle for rent control in the 1970s, the Tenants Union has been the city's leading advocate for tenants. The Tenants Union is supported by membership and council. Check, 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 check. Why does this microphone not want to work? Not tax deductible, although large donations may qualify. Please visit WFTU.org for more information. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. Black, black, plastic. Mutiny Radio. ACLU of California reminds us that we have the right to speak out. Both the California Constitution and the First Amendment to the United States Constitution protect our rights to free expression. There are many questions we face when we decide to organize and speak out. Do we need a permit? 
Are there limitations? Or when or when can we not demonstrate? What about civil disobedience? Org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. Alex, Ed, can you tell me what food relieves insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm going to guess waffles. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby. There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternative to smoking. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby. Good. Because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again. And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4altacalifornia.com. That's 4altacalifornia.com for a non-addictive pharmaceutical free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out today at number 4altacalifornia.com. Safe sex is more than just avoiding STIs and pregnancy, no matter what you're into. Make sure that you and those around you feel safe, comfortable, and are having a good time. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be... Like in front of an audience? Like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> San Francisco Mutiny Radio San Francisco Mutiny Radio Listen to live streaming radio Or download a podcast And you can listen on the go Listen to live streaming radio Or download a podcast Check, check. No dead air. Oh, good. Okay. District of the Mission. MutinyRadio.fm. MutinyRadio.fm. My name is Breakfast, and I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long. 
We have gone without a chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders, look good on camera, end all hunger, crime, abuse, war, disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, regression, and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. And invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor. insatiable appetite for all things in life, who scream at nothing and everything at the same time, who dance till sunup, who cause the sun to set again with irreverent bow, who rival the moon with gravitational force, who leave rooms feeling empty and earthquake struck, who don't give a fuck, who make, who do, who dream out loud and laugh like maniacs, who draw shock and awe on faces graced with watching, who create from the soul of an orgasm, who swagger even alone in the shower, who fight with passion and love with passion and our passion who catapult over cliffs in the name of revolution who would rather die than fall in line to conform who constantly challenge the norm who greet each and every day as if just born i say to you i know your greatness the way a suicide jumper knows weightless just before the impact and in fact i know it best when i say to you i love you let's watch a full-length Song. I, I'm Mike's friend. My turn-ons are satin sheets. I love to be outdoors. Follow me on Twitter. Jokes to call. The French duh, not the duh duh. Let's watch a full-length Welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Yes, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That stands for Let's Watch a Full Night Movie with, on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hi, Mike. Ready to go. Very excited about this film. Oh, you are so enthusiastic about today's movie. <laughs> we watch a full night movie on YouTube. There's a lot of movies on YouTube. Stuff I read about and now they're available. And some movies, Carl... Mm -hmm. uh, they're so atrociously bad. There's no way you can watch them on your own. You need some company. <laughs> so what we offer is our podcast uh, and also a live stream show. Basically, we pick a movie from YouTube. You listen to the podcast and watch the movie at the same time. Oh, man. And Carl, we do stream. We are right now on radio.fm uh, every Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
2 p.m. Pacific Standard. Uh, and then in the Midwest, you can figure it out. You got it. It's cool. Mm -hmm. uh, why? We figure it out. And uh, rest of the world, oh, we are international. So uh, that is our main sponsor. We stream our show first on Sundays. And then we drop as a podcast by the acronym L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That's why we mentioned it up front. We'd love for you to subscribe if this is your first time. And we're also on YouTube, uh, on our YouTube channel, L-W-A-L-M-O-Y-T. <laughs> so go to YouTube, and uh, we want you to get ready. Carl, what is the movie this week? We're going to watch Hardly Working 1980. That's what you put in the YouTube search engine, Hardly Working 1980. Right. Yeah. If you type in Hardly Working and then hit return, it's probably a song from the last 30 years. <laughs> or like some viral video that has nothing to do with the <laughs> All right. So, and who uh, is hosting this movie? Which, uh, yeah, YouTube. that's a tough one. It's called Klazina Schouten. I guess it's German. K-L-A-Z. Yeah. If you find K-L-A-Z, that's the channel. Okay. So, perfect. We want you to go right now. Type in Hardly Working, 1980. Hit return. Find the movie posted by Klazina Schouten. And then uh, hit the link, hit pause immediately. And if you have the opportunity, hit uh, move the timer to zero. That <laughs> you have the opportunity. <laughs> I don't know. So I had trouble last week on my streaming service. So uh -huh. uh, yeah, find a YouTube outlet that you trust. And uh, when we say go, you're going to hit go. But before we hit go, we're really excited. We have a celebrity comedian countdown. That's right. We have a celebrity comedian the countdown and uh, carl has uh, just went off just did an interview yeah i'm excited carl take it away ladies and gentlemen welcome back to celebrity comedian countdown this time with deanna kobe welcome deanna well thank you so much carl hi yeah hi we are comedy friends right out there yes. We are co-stars in a podcast out there. We bump <laughs> into each other all the time. You even co-hosted the Reserve Open Mic once. Were you surprised that I asked you? I was very, very surprised. Um, especially, too, I feel like it was such a great honor to be asked because, um, you know, you put such love towards your co-hosts like uh -huh. I've noticed that <laughs> you know like you had such a good relationship with Yusef and now with Kate so I was so happy that I could come in as a pinch hitter <laughs> yeah that's right well you know that's part of like uh giving everyone a show right giving the vibes and just talking up each other and um so we were uh married for a day at the reserve but we were also married together in our recent pilot were you surprised i asked you to do that uh, best day of my life i just <laughs> want to let everybody know um yeah <laughs> i was again also surprised um i always again i get super appreciative like the fact that like people want to include me you know because yeah. especially i think don't you feel sometimes with comedy you're like you know like the weird kid <laughs> <laughs> on the playground yes <laughs> so i was like oh yeah this is great and i love the fact that you guys were doing it mm -hmm. um i personally again i love being around people that are just carrying out their projects and doing what they want to do you know it's like they are 
just they're literally right not just talking the talk y'all are walking the walk so i was so excited to be around that energy yeah i and i want to just compliment you about it because um me and steve wrote the steve goldberg wrote the screenplay and you had your lines right but but if another actress had done it, it wouldn't be the same and it wouldn't have been so funny because you bring that like craziness to the line. <laughs> like persona in there, it was really good. Oh, thank you. It was super fun. And like I said, I was so excited for you and Steve because I know you guys have been working together for a while yeah. on you know, different projects. So it's really great to see your collaboration that you guys are doing it. Yeah, it's a team effort, and it's not just a team effort between me and Steve. It's the whole, uh, you know, cast and crew, Tony, uh, you know, getting getting the shots right, and and Chris Monty, of course, the legend. So um, it's a team effort, and I'm glad you're on the team. Thank you. Yeah, it's been super fun. I had a great time doing it, you know. Now, later, I'm going to ask you how people can find you on social media, but I'm not sure I should. Recently, you got hacked. Oh. I did get hacked like a dummy. Um, I mm. uh, yeah, it was it was pretty traumatic. I didn't um, realize it. <laughs> so I got from my. I'm friends with my friend's dad. I've known yeah. this guy since I was 12 years old. Right, mm. he's like my second father. So I had gotten a message from him. Um, I saw the video of you. And all it was was two emoticons, like smacking the head emoticon and a heartbreak emoticon. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, because, you know, especially doing really comedy, I have I have some terrible content out there. I was like, what did John say? <laughs> oh, my God. He's so I'm like, how is he broken hearted? This I was like so upset. Yeah. Yet <laughs> the video, I tried to figure out the video. So not realizing because i haven't been on social media that long that that was like oh no that's a ploy to get hacked you know um Fishing. yeah I, yeah so i guess my password because of that so then that in turn got sent out to everybody on my friends list yeah and it was crazy like how fast everybody's like you got hacked you got hacked i'm like oh my god <laughs> Code red. What do I do? This is crazy. I oh, got God. a message. Is this you in this video? And I replied, all caps, hacked. <laughs> so you knew right away. Well, you yeah, just from past experience. Now, I never actually clicked the phishing link, but still, like, I don't know. The first time that ever happened to me, it was super suspicious. Like, you look at the link and it doesn't end in a movie file name, you know? It's very suspicious. How did like, you get out of it so quick? Um, I changed my password. Uh -huh. Right. And that's all it took. I think yeah, that was it. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm like, there could be other things that I probably should have done. Mm -hmm. You know, like I said, I just I don't like social media. I don't really like engaging with it, and things like this happen, and I'm like, oh my god, this is like, is this a big deal? Is it not a big deal? I don't like. I just closed the account. Yeah. You can't right. get hacked in, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just weird. I don't know. It was very. Well, I just feel as a comedian, you don't want to be hacked. But anyway, <laughs> so you are maybe not engaged with social media, but you're certainly engaged with many, many comedians. You have your own podcast, which I look forward to, called Comedians Exposed. Yay. 
I can't wait to have you as a guest too. I'm really oh. excited to get you exposed, Carl. <laughs> oh, I'll be there. Uh, <laughs> Click this link. <laughs> exactly. Oh, smack in my head, emoticon. <laughs> um, it's a I interview comedians because I feel doing comedy, like again, just like getting hacked. How my friend's dad, like I really believe that he saw a potential joke of mine and was really disappointed. Yeah, you know. So I that was kind of like for me, comedy is a very vulnerable place. It's like mm -hmm. really uncomfortable. So I like talking to other comedians to see what their experience is like and what makes them uncomfortable. Um, because I really believe that good things come out of being uncomfortable. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Yeah, but you're in a pressure situation and you see what comes out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's like, you let things go as well, which is like mm -hmm. super cool to be able to be like, I don't need to carry this anymore. I'm just releasing it. And that's super freeing, you know, because yeah. there's a lot of shit that really doesn't matter. And we just get caught up in such silly things. So you must come to the table with all sorts of questions already prepared without even trying because you're trying to see if they're in the same place you are as a comedian, I guess. Like, you know, the right questions to ask uh, to really pull it out of them. It's been really enjoyable. Yeah. Like people have been really, uh, for the most part, most of the guests have really engaged in what I'm trying to do, which is pretty cool. Like, you know, people, and they share really personal things, you mm -hmm. know. Um, but not right like, away after you break them down a little. <laughs> I break, <laughs> exactly. It's like the goddamn Marines. <laughs> like, listen, you piece of garbage. <laughs> Nobody likes yeah. your comedy. Now let's talk about vulnerability. Um, no, yeah, I guess so. Like, again, I have certain questions. Like, again, I because vulnerability means different things to different people, yeah. you know? Um, like some people, again, we talk about physical vulnerabilities or emotional. Like, so I kind of like, you know, poke and prod. And like I said, it just kind of organically flows. And like I said, it's just really awesome what people have been willing to share. Yeah. So. Well, it's a really good podcast. And it also has a really good look and feel with that black and white. And it's sort of old timey filmy. I'm not sure what effects you do, but it yes. works. That's all. Oh, thank you so much. Because uh, again, that's, I, you know, it's something I like to do. Like doing the podcast was, you know, kind of, it came out of during being in the pandemic and quarantine yeah. and me still wanting to engage in comedy in a way. So, and a lot of, you know, it felt kind of uncomfortable because it's like, oh, everybody's got a podcast, which that's true. You know, you know, everybody does and that's fine. So it's like, what I do is for me. So it's nice when you hear someone else that it's like, oh, I do this because I enjoy it, but I'm appreciative of you also recognizing those things. It really oh, feels yeah, nice. You know, you listen to these comedians podcasts and I do, and it really feels like you're eavesdropping on a conversation. Yours isn't like that. Oh, wow. Now okay. you were alone during the quarantine, right? You yeah, yeah. Alone for months. Yep. Yeah, I live by myself. <laughs> I don't have kids. So right. I, um, yeah, it was, and I'm an introvert to begin with. Mm -hmm. So it's been very challenging, like reacclimating now, like that things like, you know, like things are open and we're out yeah. and uh, it's just like, holy moly. I'm like, <laughs> I am maladjusted. I have not realized how, how, how bad it got. 
<laughs> well, your hair grew back, so that probably helps in social situations. Uh, wait, what did you say? Your hair grew back. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I think. Down, you know? <laughs> uh, I kind of, I know, I haven't gotten a haircut <laughs> since I shaved my head. I have not been in a salon. Uh-huh. A salon. Ooh. A salon. Well, yeah, that's where ladies have to go. I gotcha. can't go to the, the I mean, I could the go bar- to the barber, that's but then. What I do. Yeah. Yeah. But I got my own clippers. I could just shave my own head again. Yes, and you proved that point. <laughs> okay, now how can people find you out there on the internet, on social media? What's your Twitter handles and snapograms? Um, so yeah, on like Facebook and like I occasionally use Twitter and uh 